This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the final Mansfield Matters podcast ever in 2017. A bit scared there. Uh, obviously, only the four of us uh, tonight. Welcome back. I hope you've all had a fantastic Christmas. Uh, if you've never watched the podcast before or never listened to the podcast before, uh, at the moment, I'm Craig Priest. That's the voice you can hear right now. Next to me, Cam Felton. Very Hello. good. To eat. Are we good evening? What are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's evening. Good evening to you. Good evening. Simon Mercer. Evening. evening. And Santa Claus himself, Mr. Nathan Edge. I know I've put a bit away <laughs> That's harsh, mate. That's harsh. Oh, well, that was referring to obviously all the lovely gifts that you brought us all. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And I'll I'll take I, I do fear that you may have sort of broken the band up a little bit because obviously last time we were here, it was the Christmas party, there was all five of us. Then you got to us some Secret Santa presents. You obviously got us all mugs, which was. Yeah. Great, have you had secret Santa presents as well? What was the, the gift that you that you gave Mark? <laughs> I feel so bad. It was the uh, great gift of nothing. And who's missing on the podcast tonight? Mark. Yeah. Oh, I've put so two it, together. Yeah, I'm sorry, I mean, Mark, I'm sorry. I mean, you know. Uh, but the important thing is, as you can probably see, um, if you're watching the video version of, of this, the law of Paul Digby is, is present for all to see. Uh, that was my secret Santa gift from... Uh, uh, from Mr. Mercy, so, uh, I don't know why I did it. Fun, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good that will be that will be staying front and centre every single podcast now. Uh, before we get started properly, I just want to apologise for it's the poor camera thing again. Um, <laughs> I didn't test it before, and then we Simon said. turned up and yeah. it all went oh, a bit wrong. What you two? What you? Nothing. Nothing. I present a podcast here, boy. And you lot are conspiring. What's what's going on? We just decided how long Paul Dix was going to stay there yeah. when we sell him in January. Oh, right, fair enough. We'd have to give him away, so oh, just, we'll just ship him to the next club. We'll, we'll take a bag of curly whirlers in the back of Nobby's nose. Oh, oh, shocking, shocking, <laughs> horrible stuff. Uh, I'll apologise first and foremost if you do hear a dog barking in the distance uh, tonight. Uh, I've got custody of the dog for over Christmas. He's currently downstairs uh, sleeping, but he'll probably hear us and or be watching it on his his own Facebook page because he's got Facebook. Cause he's a dog because dogs sad. do have, dogs do have Facebook pages. Really that, Dave? That's that's so sad, Craig. 
Can I dog off well. his page? <laughs> well, I've got nothing to do with that, so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he dogs off his... He doesn't have Facebook, but... He'll, be, he'll, he'll, he'll probably be able to hear us talking and then start barking, so uh, just ignore him. Uh, Mandy says, Evening, guys. Hope you all had a great Christmas. Come on, you stay. So did you, everyone have a great Christmas to start off with? Was yes. it for Christmas? Yeah. Set up Christmas quite, Christmas quite nicely that we got the three points on Saturday, of course. Shame we couldn't follow it on, on Boxing Day, isn't it? We, we were unlucky. But they, well, there you go. We'll talk about that more in more detail very, very shortly. But first, obviously, it is uh, podcast time, which means uh, it's also the start of a podcast, which also means it's time for the connection question. My alarm's just going off on my phone. I can't mute it for some reason. Uh, anyway, um, the connection question today is... Nice and easy one, because it's coming up to the new year, so I thought I'd give you an easy one, end of the year and all that. Oof. Who was yellow carded in the goalless draw between the two clubs in the reverse fixture earlier this season for the Stags? Anyone think they know? Nath, do you think you know who was yellow carded in the game against Wickham no. earlier this season? No? Simon? Any idea? I've got choice of 11. Choice <laughs> 11. Cam? Danny Rose? No, well, you're not supposed to give me a name, you're supposed to say yes or oh, no. Right. Right. I don't oh, right. We've done 21 episodes <laughs> of this no, podcast. Come on, Cam. We've done oh, 21 collection <laughs> questions and you still don't know how it works. <laughs> useless. Absolutely, utterly useless, isn't he, I think I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Just thinking. Oh well. I don't think I don't he's going to make it to the uh, to the new year. Do you? No, I don't know. Um, so we'll podcast. Re- no, send me to Wickham and just leave me there. That'll yeah. be it. Uh, so we'll reveal the answer later on in the show, of course. If you think you know the answer, uh, drop a, a comment in the comments. Who was yellow carded in the goalless draw between the two clubs in the reverse fixture earlier this season for the Stags? Let us know and we'll reveal the answer at the end of the show. Let's kick on then by talking about Boxing Day. Cam, you mentioned it earlier, it was a nice pre-Christmas present with the win over Morecambe, but then it wasn't followed on Boxing Day. You said uh, you thought it was it was fair, justify it. Well, we didn't. No, we didn't have the greatest of first halves, and probably should have been down by more than one goal. But the second half performance, we just really came out of the shells and actually played some very good football in the second half. And uh, fantastic finish by Lee Angle off the post, and Danny Rose so unlucky not to stick it in the back of the net from three yards out. But it, it was just one of those games where we just needed to take his chances but we mm. couldn't and that's a recurring theme with Mansfield so far this season I've got three words for you Hayden White liability agree disagree Nath disagree why I know where you're going with this and uh, I, I knew as soon as he made a, made a mistake he was going to put him up on it because you said <clears throat> you said that it cost us before and you said it'll cost us again so I can't disagree with you there you know but I think he still offers a lot going forward. So I think yes, his console, you know, is his fall against Grimsby for the goal, but he's probably done more going forward than he has made the mistakes that have cost us. So. I think I think giving the ball away for the goal was the only thing that I picked up on Saturday uh, on Tuesday that he particularly did wrong. I can't mm. say that. <sighs> Let's swap these because <laughs> I, think, I think the problems with the other side of the pitch on the left hand side. Johnny for, Hunt for was was poor, but. Then, Hayden White, there's a reason why he got took off at half time because he was woeful. And, wow. he, and he nearly wow. got sent off again. Oh, yeah. It's like, True. his tackling is awful. It's mistimed. It's late. He gets caught too far up the pitch. He goes wandering inside far too often. And the prime example of their opening goal, they was offering absolutely nothing for me in those first exchanges. He wins the ball back, to be fair to him. I'll give him that. He does well in the tackle. He's then got five or six yards around him. He's got players making runs diagonally over the other side of the pitch. All he's got to do is just ping it forward and Mansfield are on the attack. What he decides to do then 
is going on a wandering run, tries to take on three or four players. He doesn't even beat the first player. They nick it off him. They dance around the rest of the, the side, and Mitchell Rose has a, an easy tapping, really. And it, it's poor. But Hayden White was the predominant cause of that goal, and that is not good enough because mm. he's, he's supposed to be better right back than that. Get rid of the danger. You know what they're going to offer. You've seen Dembele, the number 27, I think he was for, for Grimsby. Yeah, yeah. He's quick, lightning pace. He knows how to, to, to play. Got to get rid of it. And you can't, surely, you can't mess around with the ball in that position, can you? Can you justify messing about with the ball there? No, I, I, I understand I where you're coming there. from. However, <laughs> however, would you not prefer somebody like Hayden White to take a gamble and go on one of these major runs which just may turn into a goal i.e. Chesterfield i.e. setting up Danny Rhodes for Lincoln you know he, he has got the pace to get forward other than that all he's got to do is, is bump the ball forward and that's a long ball which the other week we were moaning about long balls I've got I've got to say I agree with that in some respects because you do want your fullbacks to push on and give you that support but what you've got to do as a fullback if you're a right back or a left back is read the game and he can't read the game he's got to either give the ball inside and get rid when he's in that position or if he's going to go on a run don't lose it but is yeah. that is that not the is that not the players around him to tell him that there's somebody no because you've got to take responsibility for your own position yeah but if you're running and somebody's coming in behind you normally they shout man on yeah. and, you, and then you get rid you've got to take responsibility for your own but position you've then got to think of the next phase as well though because say if he does go on one of these, these runs that he does and then loses it which is going to happen you, you can't, he's not going to beat players every single time otherwise he wouldn't be in this division isn't it then you think of the next phase of play so they've got the ball he's out of position somebody then has to be stepping across and, and take, you know and taking which is what we didn't do and which is why yeah. we scored that's, that's the second phase and that's what we need to be better at the initial point is you could see if you freeze frame that video and freeze frame the game from where he was when he got that ball then he had Anderson in front of him going down the right channel he had CJ Hamilton over on the left hand side and he had five six yards in front of him to put his foot on the ball look up get his head up and either decide whether to go on a run or to play the ball. What he didn't do was look up. He got the ball, knocked it too far in front of him, and then didn't see three Grimsby players go bang straight in and nick the ball. That's the thing. You look at the actual video, and it's it's just a clearance from KP just getting rid of it. Should he have just let it go out of play? He's kept it in on the touchline. Should he have just let it go, get back in position? Is he sure that he's not got the final touch? Can he spot the run of Anderson and CJ up True, further but- up the pitch? You think of that, it, we're, we're under pressure, should he have just let it go out of play, get back into position and just work it away then? There's a lot so. of there's a lot of question marks to put over all of them, I think, especially the back four on Tuesday. But the question which sort of bugs me the most is, why did he change it anyway? Because he brought in brought back Johnny Hull, <sighs> he brought in Christian Pearce, the surprise for me was to see that Bennett was the one to go out. Was see, he carrying in there? I, I don't think Bennett had an altogether great game against Morecambe. No, he was, he was quite uh, poor. He, he was, Two games before that, he'd been pretty poor as well, which is disappointing because he had been yeah, like that, he? he's been Obviously, he's been performing brilliant. He's probably you know the best central defender we've got at the minute. And against Morecambe, I don't think he, he performed that well, to be honest. So... 
perhaps Steve Evans see, saw it as a bit of a freshen up so let's put Christian Pierce in there yeah it, it just sort of worries me a little bit that we've got these players in there but we can't seem to form these partnerships and we've done we'd started well and them two have been solid yeah they had a bit of a poor game but then again he came off the bench at half time and shored us up at the back didn't he yeah. didn't that? I think I think it all comes down to the system that he plays I don't think he's if he's playing across as a back four he's not it doesn't quite suit him but if he's playing as a back three then he's a little bit mo- more mobile he's got more space to work around with it because he likes to obviously he likes yeah. to bring it down he just likes to play it out with his feet rather than just sending it back long again like the rest of the defence do if it's a back three I will play Bennett in the middle of that back three because yeah. he's a better central defender than he is a right back or a left back and that's the point isn't it and one thing which sort of struck me on Saturday we were screaming for it at half time we were all obviously talking about what we'd do if we were Steve Evans and we all said change the system didn't do it to start off with in the second half but as soon as he did it took two minutes from the change of system towards scoring a goal coincidence not at all you look at well you look at uh, Morecambe and you ch- we changed it then obviously Hemmings came off Anderson went up front and ever since then we just looked so much more attacking and it was the same on Tuesday as soon as we brought Lee Angle on as soon as we brought Alfie Potter on we just had that that attacking edge but we didn't quite have the the, mm. the finish there for it and that, that's just one thing that's letting us down at the minute we've got a good team and we were playing some good football in that second half but just, it's just lacking up front at the minute and Alfie Potter had a relatively decent game when he came on what's he not doing Nath to get himself in that starting line why is he on, on the fringes I don't think it's anything that he's really not doing I think it's just the fact that there's players ahead of him who are doing well had been doing well enough to keep the shirt but I think as long, if Alfie Potter comes on and, and puts in a performance like he did and change the games like he does then you know it's, he's got to then you know, be saying to Steve Evans you know what I should be starting because this is what, what I'm doing so I think that's all he can do like I said I don't think there's anything that, he, it's that he's not done in the past I think it's just other players have just for, for whatever reason pipped him you know, to that starting lineup. do you think that he might start on Saturday then because you've, you've got to say that CJ, uh, CJ Hamilton wasn't great Saturday and he was even worse on Tuesday I can't the question, say sure. would, the question would great. be though would you would you start him in and go back to the four four two, or would you pick up where you left off against Grimsby with that three four one two and, and give Potter that extra bit of freedom because it's the freedom where Alfie Potter thrives. Let's think back to Lincoln in the Chaka Trade a couple of months ago when he played box to box and scored that fantastic goal and had that bit of a run mm. of form. It's when he doesn't seem to have his nailed a nailed down position where he seems to have a bit more creativity. Bit like Alex McDonald, really, isn't he? There's another, yeah. You know, when he gets that freedom and they allow him to do what he wants, he becomes the player that Mansell Town wants him to be. And I think Alfie Potter, if you give him that freedom to roam around, or like like the Steven Gerrard sort of position behind the front two and just let him do what he wants, he might become a very good player for Mansfield. And that's the thing, isn't it? We've got these players who can who are all capable of playing at high level and have been there and done that but still in December as we come towards the end of the calendar year Nath, we still not seem to find the best fit have we and that's that's the question that's the sort of the big sort of warning signs which are over us isn't it yeah but everyone keeps saying <coughs> I see it every week where someone comes up and says Evan Stoddard doesn't know his best 11 
But I disagree with that. I just think I think it's because we haven't got a best eleven because we've got other players that are more than capable of coming into the team. And I think we should have expected this really because when you bring in that amount of players that we had done, we should have expected for changes, you know, to the side that that we've had. I still think. Well, as we know, in January he's still looking to strengthen. It's going to change again, and I still think we're going to have it for another couple of months. Where there's going to be so many, there's going to be changes each week because they just either for some reason players don't live up to their expectation, or or they just you know players have a dip in form. I don't know. There's all different aspects, isn't it? Why players all come in and take over? And it's just there's some good players that you look on the bench and you could argue the other way. Say if you're playing the same eleven each week. You could then look on the bench and say, "Well, why is he not getting the game? Why is he not getting?" And I would just say about Alfie Potter. Why is he not getting the game? Mm. So you can look at it each way. It's it's weird because um, I forgot what I was going to say. Saw them. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar rush. I mean, I think the best eleven we've, we've <laughs> the best eleven that he had would probably be closest to it. I would have said Grimsby. Which is concerning when you look at the way we performed. But again, like just going off what Nathan said, with like the players that he's brought in and not performed, you can look at Callum Butcher. I mean, yeah. when when Steve Evans brought him in, he were going to rip League Two up at Mansfield. He were going to be the star man, and but he hasn't. He's and fault, it, and hasn't it's he? just like what, what are you doing with him, sort of thing. There's the problem for me: the midfield. I think we've either got too many players or too many players who are wide men so to speak and each week I don't think if you look back over the team selections in fact for the entirety of the season bar perhaps one or two games we've had the same if let's say we're going on a 4-4-2 which it usually is I don't think we've actually ever had the same midfield four no. back four we tend to we tend to sort of keep relatively similar front two we tend to keep similar but the same midfield four we don't seem to have and that for no. me that's, that's that's not right is it that's your core yeah. it's quite worrying mm. that we've got that many right sided players you think uh, Amaro Sterling James when he plays he plays right wing right side of the strike force or plays on the right mid you've got Will Atkinson right mid Paul Anderson right mid Alex McDonald right mid all of them just they just We've not got we, the balance right. We haven't got... Well, apart from Jacob Mellis, I would say we haven't got somebody in that team that can win the ball and and play a pass out. But the problem with Mellis, though, as well, is he can't play out-and-out, box-to-box, centre-mid. He likes to play attacking. Yes. And that's where I... Dis, not dislike him, because dislike's too strong a word, but that's where question marks come in for me. That's the, the part of his game which frustrates me, because... He's a fantastic talent. There's no doubt about that. His creativity is great, but there are some games where he's being asked to play out and out centre box to box mid, and he can't do it because he's not that type of player. Do you think to balance that out though, you could play someone like Callum Butcher, who's a little bit more defensive? No, Butcher is the carbon copy of Mellis. Yeah, that's why they, want, they both want to get yeah. forward. Yeah, you need, you need somebody like Byram. Yeah, who who sits back. Um, he, he's not bothered about scoring is he he's not bothered no. about having a shot on goal that's not his job his job's to win the ball and yeah. you know keep the keep every uh, the other team like away from us exactly. and he'll you know pick a pass and things like that whereas if you've got Byram sat back and then Mellis 
probably playing playing the like Barbie, the, 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 the Alfie Potter yeah. role, yeah. like you were not. saying earlier, where he can do what he wants, yeah, and and run around behind the back two, front two, sorry, yeah. I think he'd again. I think he'd, he'd cause some damage to other and that's teams when he has performed the way he can perform. That's the position he's played, and there's mm. no coincidence in that. And the point you make about Byron again, spot on. Camel shake his because he dislikes him. Uh, but Shelley's just said Evans wants to build a team around Byron. Uh, but, he, but he's been injured nearly all season which is pretty much spot on Nathan you said it earlier on to me when we were walking from the car earlier you know Byron came in we went on a run Byron's gone out where are we? Yeah exactly so I, I don't think that, that's not just a coincidence is it? No. We can't rely on one player it's like No you can't No no but. it's like it's the same with the, the strike force you look at uh, obviously Danny Rose has just got Kane Hemmings back his strike partner when Hemmings isn't in the side Danny Rose doesn't do anything and that's proven because it took them eight minutes on Saturday to score. Slightly unfair, I, think, I don't think that yeah. saying that Danny Rose doesn't not do like anything. He hasn't scored. Let's put it in. That's yeah. As he's, in, he's not been in form, and he's not. Yeah. No one plays. No one clicks. He with plays. No, he don't play. Out, he he yeah. can't play off so anybody else. Except that, yeah, that's what trying, yeah. So it's yeah. just getting the, the partnerships right, and Mellis and Byron play well together. But it's just ever since Byron's come out of the squad, they've not had the man to back him up. You can't just have one. Strike at one partnership in midfield. Yeah, you need to have all the players. That I would complain. absolutely 100% agree with that. And like I say, it's it's unfortunate that Byron does get does keep picking up these injuries because uh, I think if he didn't, obviously, I think he'd be a, a key player. It's not so even that. Like, I, we, I think he'd be first on team sheet every week if he I were. I think he would, and injured. I think that's exactly why we do need to make sure we've got somebody that can fill in for him because at the moment uh, we, we've got other players and we've got plenty of talented players in the midfield, but. None that can do his sort of role. Like, like, like we've just it's not about a dislike Byron. It's just that we've not got any. When Byron's not in the squad, we've not got anyone to step up to that point. We're just relying on him all the time, which really frustrates me. Yeah, but that's not Byron's fault, is it? That's, yeah, no, that's, it's not. That's, it's that's just, up to Evans, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's yeah. his recruitment. That's been the one thing. That, well, there's other bits as well, but I think that's one key area that's been missing. Really, that's yeah, massive, massively. And I tell you, what, his name will come up later on when we do the, the quiz. Yes, we are doing another quiz, and <laughs> this one wasn't written an hour ago, honestly. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> uh, yeah, written twenty minutes. Ago. Oh, that's it. Um, it's all about twenty seventeen. Um, so this man's name will come up a little bit, and I tell you, who we we haven't replaced. Think about it. I only saw him playing two games last year, and straight away knew what a talent he was. Ben Whiteman, we've not replaced him. He's mm. him and Joel Byron when they came in. Yeah, they had they were fantastic. They, yeah, exactly. And that partnership's not been resolved. Potter, I think, has got the potential to to do that, but again, it's trying to give him that that freedom, isn't it? And, mm. and try and play it. It's so frustrating yeah. trying to get that get the right midfield. I mean, there is one man who could do the job, but it's you know, yeah, that's, that's Jamie Maguire. Yes, Maguire. <laughs> and on Dominic Digby. Yes, uh, Maguire back. There you go. Uh, on that point, we will talk about a little bit more about that uh, later on. Um, all I'm going to say is we need a bully, and we'll come on to that later on in the show. Of course, we've got one. He's called Steve Evans. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Go for it. You were talking to me about Steve Evans before, and something irks you on Saturday. Yes, and it, and without it, the swear words, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously, obviously, show. yeah, yeah. But before we do that, but whilst we're on the non-family friend, friendly show, thank you. Use your uh, bath bomb yet? No, no, bomb? not used it yet. Right, no. Carry on, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what we're on about, watch last week's podcast or listen back to last week's podcast. Carry on, Simon. Anyway, um, Kane Evans got took off on Saturday, and. Um, he brought on Paul Anderson 
Um, before we go into that, before we go in, into that, there are a lot of people, I know you're going to talk about booing him for taking Hemmings off. Yes. But can we just have a little bit of perspective and remember that Hemmings had only... This is what we were getting on yeah. to, because we all thought Keane Hemmings was having a decent game. We so completely we, agree. We didn't want him to take him off. Yeah. And I, it wasn't the fact that he took Keane Hemmings off, it was the fact that he took Keane Hemmings off for Paul Anderson when you got Lee Angle sat on the bench and Jimmy Spencer you yeah. got two strikers sat there both capable of getting us a goal but neither of them have magic beards well exactly <laughs> but, but, but anyway that, that's, by, that's <laughs> by the by and I know it's, it's, it's Steve's decision what he does but we all kind of gave him our opinion um, there was a, a, a chap two or three seats down from myself and he gave his opinion to Steve Evans and Steve Evans didn't like it and reacted to it quite viciously as well and so did Paul Rayner and so did the goalkeeping coach as well so all three got up at the seats and kind of turned their attention to this one bloke who obviously pays his money pays you know, he, no, don't give me that. I hate no, that. I hate no, that but, no, but I hate it. It's true though. It's true. Because yeah, nobody they makes pay, them pay the They money. pay their money, so they they have an opinion. You've got an opinion on the game on Saturday. You paid your money. The difference between having an opinion though and giving abuse to your own staff. But he wasn't. He just wasn't. He wasn't happy with taking Kane Emmons off and bringing a, a, a midfielder on at that time. When we needed another striker coming on, in my opinion, I, it was justified because yes, Paul Anderson did put the cross in, and yes, Danny Rose did put ball at net from his cross. So yeah, at the end of the game, it was justified. But again, at the end of the game, Paul Rayner's reaction towards the fans again was unjustified. I feel- and that that is not on for management team to turn round and. Swear and abuse somebody in the stands where they should be professional and lead by example. See, I I feel it goes back to that whole thing of you know when you're a you're a kid and you're playing park football and the mums and dads are on the sideline and they're screaming abuse at the referee and all that and they forget that they're volunteers and things like that. It's sort of just not letting the game go on. I agree that everybody has paid the money so they do have the right to voice their opinion but I also agree that there are ways and means of doing so however Paul Rayner and Steve Evans do overreact I think a little bit and they make it worse for themselves they're an experienced management team and I think that wherever they've been before your Crawleys your Rotherhams your Leeds wherever wherever they've been no matter what they've done it's always been Oh, Steve Evans and Paul Rayner, they're like gods, they're demigods, they're going to deliver us success. And even when it's gone, it's not been going their way, there's always been, oh, Steve Evans, Paul Rayner, the demigods, they're going to deliver it. And they've not had that flag. They've not come to a club like Mansfield before where if you say, we're going to get you promotion and we're not number, we're not number one, they've not been in that position before where someone's actually going to go, hang on a minute, you, you promised us we're going to go up. They've not had anyone to spite back at them. And I don't think they've, they've quite get the difference between Mansfield town passion but that, that and generic football passion that shouldn't that shouldn't provoke them their reaction they should take the criticism 100% they should then, you know 
I'm not saying well, that, I was thinking oh, if, yeah. if, if you know football and you know like Steve Evans' history you know if you're going to shout abuse at them they're going to react just because the, the people that they are they've always been but the, they're, they're, a, they're a chap further down and he shouted his opinion to Steve Evans and he got kicked out he got carried. He got carried out by five stewards. A man and his and his ten year old kid got manhandled and picked up and See, that's just and took out. And that, yeah, that's, 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 that's wrong. That's just that stewards. It's same problems with adults. That's, that's wrong. It's quite funny. I reckon some of the stewards watch or listen to this podcast. You know, last week uh, you've you've started a point of which I'm going to have a rant now. Uh, we were talking, weren't we, about on last week's podcast about sort of off the pitch stuff and steward stuff and things like that. And we were saying about. You know how some of the the, the stewards uh, are a little bit rough and not quite as not gentle, but not as professional as what we should be. I was walking up towards uh, the turnstiles, up towards the the uh, where I go in for the upper tier, and there were obviously three or four stewards all sort of stood round, and one of the blokes went saw me walking up and just went to the others and went, "This one's mine." No word of a lie, right? I'm walking up all sort of, you know, just calm and, and, and happy and, and whatever, my coat on and my programme in my hand. It didn't say, do you mind if I have a quick search, are you sure? It, it just went, it put, basically pushed my arms out. It stopped me with one hand, pushed my arms out and started patting me down without even saying, can I search you? So I reckon they watched the show because we yeah. were talking about that. So if you are listening to this, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'll see you on Saturday. I'll see you the next game. <laughs> that really annoyed me because it was like, they were... He purposely there was four of them sort of stood around and he sort of went this one's mine and he didn't say it in a ah oh, no you're alright I'll set this one joking yeah, man yeah. it was a this one's mine it was a very aggressive this one's mine I just I don't know I felt a little bit like I'd been targeted there so the, I can see the issue is a little bit yeah um, but back to the point on and Evans and Rayner I wonder if they're questioning now moving in, moving in the dugouts yeah. I know the, I know there's pressure on them <laughs> to get promoted you know, and I, and I think at this present time they are feeling that pressure just a little bit. But they should accept criticism from the fans if the fans aren't happy. The problem I've got is, I mean, yeah, the reaction from Steve Evans and Paul Rayner and the goalkeeper coach obviously wasn't great. But if I put myself in that position, it can't be very nice being sat there getting that sort of. I would like it. I would say but, that eventually. But I know you could say, you know, it comes with a job, blah, 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 but I'd still think you wouldn't get that in any, any other job. So um, I, I think it's unfair just because people pay their money. I don't think they have a right to actually say that. They can have an opinion, yeah. It's a bit like, I like how Adam Murray used to deal with this because he said he had an open office and he said, if anybody wants has a problem, come and speak to him. So it gives an opportunity to actually have a discussion. Now, I don't know whether they, they actually happen, but... I probably would prefer I tell you that. For a fact that did happen. Mm. Yeah, and I'd much prefer that approach. If someone's got a problem, then go and speak to him directly about it. Because everyone thinks they're a manager, and we do it. You know, we we discuss things. We everyone has their own opinion, but that's why it's we very do the show. different. Exactly, but it's very different when the match is actually happening. You, have, you for all we knew, at that day, Angle and um, and uh, Spencer could have had a little knock, and that's why I didn't want to put them on. There yeah, been all sorts of different things that we don't know. When there could have been tactics that a lot of force going into beforehand, there could have been all sorts of things. So. In that spare of the moment, I don't think it's fair for uh, for supporters to start giving abuse. And like I say, yes. Um, but could he just turn around and gone? I've took Emmons off because he's injured. But it's, and yeah, that's, but that's, that's it. That's, that's it. That's, that's, that. it. Yeah. that's done. Because yeah. then that fan would yeah. have gone. All right, all right fair, enough, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, done. I that's think... done. It, it was it was the foul and abusive language, and it was quite vicious. 
But mm. you know, as well that he's probably got that as well. Because I know what our fans are like. We're so fickle. Well, not we all are. of us, but we are. Our fans, no, we are. You can say it. so much as our fans are so fickle because we go on. Never mind whether it's Steve Evans, whether it's been uh, Adam Moore, been Billy Deard, and whoever we've had in charge. We lose. We could go on a run. We could go on eighteen games unbeaten if we wanted. Then we'd lose one game, and all of a sudden, fans lose ahead. Look what happened in the conference. We were smashing teams left, right, and centre. We lost to I think it was uh, Wrexham on a on a Thursday night or, or something. When we had so many games crammed into such a small space of time, and the whole world had collapsed. Exactly. I just don't know why people don't can't see the idea of being positive. You know, you lose a game. Obviously, it's frustrating. Everyone hurts, but. The, the difference it makes getting behind just behind your team and behind your squad and behind everything in the club, it it, it helps. You know, it, it, then being against it, you're making it harder for ourselves. And Do you think what? it would help help if there was an like you mentioned Adam Murray's open door policy yeah. before? I wouldn't suggest Evans doing that because he would probably have because of his name he would probably have more people taking him up on it than what yeah. Murray did. But do you think there needs to be an opportunity where Evans? almost like the evenings with just takes a little bit of time out of his schedule to sort of try and come down to the fans level a little bit and try and understand Mansfield town life I, mean, he does I don't think he would because I, I think he's I think, he I think he's Steve Evans and his persona and his personality in one respect is yeah but in another way I think he's quite a I don't like to well he's, he's I would say he's two faced Le- yeah. he's, he, he's yeah. got this persona towards the fans and like you know he'll, he'll sign autographs and this that and other and, but then another way he's, he's he's quite you know I'm Steve Evans I've won nine title, I've won nine promotions sort of thing so would it you know even if they did this would it be he could just turn around and go because I'm manager and I make the decision a lot, a, lot, John. A, a lot of the times though I mean especially early when he did come uh, in the season and obviously we played a few games he did say and press quite a lot that he does speak to supporters around the ground and to get their opinions because he said you can't ignore um, opinions because you learn a lot from them you learn from other people I don't know whether like I say whether he's just saying that for the camera or whether he generally does do that or whether it's just you know, the staff that's around there or whatever but if he said that then maybe I don't see why he wouldn't want to do an evening with or do something similar to that where it gets the opportunity where everyone can come together vent their ideas or you put forward what they think and, and go for it that way I don't know I, I feel what, like you might what I don't it. understand is why are the fans biting so much we're three points off the it's automatic like, exactly, I don't that understand point. it yeah, exactly. we're doing well I, I, I don't, we're not well we're not, <laughs> we're not doing well, well I don't think who, I don't think it, it, it's the fact that we're three points off automatic I think it's the way we're playing yeah, do you know what I would? Actually, know, I would actually agree and say we are doing well. Had Steve Evans and and whatever not come out in pre-season and said, "I'm going to win you the league. I'm going to. We're going to get you promotion as champions because we're not playing like champions. We're not." That's thing. We're that's not. that's the problem. He's set. He's raised his own bar, and now he can't and, jump it. And the bookies didn't help by putting us favourites because yeah. I think that expectation then went to the roof. Well, of course it did. But I think I reckon they did that on purpose. though at the start of the season to try and drum up the interest and try and get some support in and stuff like that I think that was the idea to be honest I don't think anyone wants pressure do they no, but I think they did that to try and get the signings and to get the attention from the media and to get try and get supporters in but it's backfired really because uh, we didn't get off to a great start I think they need to be a little bit more honest because so it's interesting yeah. I was listening to a conversation at Grimsby um, just to, managed to overhear it really and saying oh well to say we've got the biggest budget in the division we're not, we're not doing great with it well we've not got the biggest di- 
budget in the division. We've probably not even got the biggest budget in the top ten. We've, we've probably we've probably still got a mid-table budget, which is mm. above the budget we'd usually have because I still yeah. think we're spending two seasons budget in one. Yeah. But we've still not got the budget to match your Luton's, your Notts Counties at the minute because Hardy is pumping money left, right, and centre. God knows where he's getting it from. But you know, we've not got that budget, and I think people need to be a little bit more. Not realistic, but I think we, the club, I think, perhaps need to be a little bit more truthful and say... Man- manage expectations. Yeah, exactly. And just bring it down and make sure everyone's singing off the same hymn sheet. I'll come to two points. The first is obviously that one. The second is we were talking about Evans interacting with the fans. I heard this through the great round the other day, whether there's any truth in it. I don't know, and I wouldn't like to, to speculate. But I heard every single year the SSA always have obviously their annual Christmas meeting or whatever they always have their supporters do mm-hmm. followed by uh, an evening with the manager in previous years it's not been so difficult to get your Paul Coxes your Adam Murray's whoever's been in charge to attend them they've always been yeah yeah we'll do it apparently Steve Evans is proving very difficult to, to pin down but don't make that, that what you will you know you see in my opinion that's like I don't need to do it because that's it you know I'm Steve Evans yeah I, I, I think you know what I mean that. it's, it's I I'm Steve Evans why do I need to do that uh, a couple of comments on Steve Evans and uh, David says I think Steve Evans will walk at the end of the season if he keeps going if he keeps getting verbal abuse uh, let's get behind him uh, Peter says Steve Evans is under a lot of pressure he came here with a deserved reputation uh, brought players in who um, he bigged up and to be honest are not performing uh, the guy provokes a reaction out of him, which I think is due to that pressure. I can see both sides mm. of the arguments. Mm. I can see, I really can see both sides of the arguments. It's we do need to get behind him, but I also think the club needs to be a little bit more truthful. Are we? Have we got the best budget in the league? No. Are we going to finish as champions? No, we're not. What are we trying to achieve? Playoffs. Let's get behind it then. Let's do that rather than carry on with this mantra of. We've got more money than Luton, we've got more money than yeah. Link, and we've got more money than Nuts yeah, County. Why, why, can't, we why can't we still go for promotion and finish, right. finish second, second or third? He was on about it in his, um, in his midweek uh, interview and he said, oh, We're only three points off automatic, that's our target, our automatic promotion. Mm. And I think we can still get there, we really can. Because if we turn up like we did that last 20, 30 minutes at Grimsby, that's the Mansfield town that we can play as. But we've just not seen that for most games this season. But we've got to turn up 90 minutes for every yeah, game from exactly. now to end of season. Exactly. We'll talk more about that very shortly. We'll talk about if we need a bully or not. We'll talk about comings and goings. And we'll also carry on with that discussion. Uh, you mentioned it there briefly, Cam. Steve Evans obviously saying that uh, he's eyeing up third place now. We'll ask, we'll ask whether that's realistic or or not so at this, uh, at this stage of the season. But... We know how you love a good quiz, so it's quiz time. Yes. Okay. Uh, obviously, uh, today we are playing the That Was 2017 quiz. Each player will be assigned an audio buzzer, which is obviously a keyword to shout out if they think they know the correct answer to a stats related question from the past 12 months. The person with the most points at the end of the quiz is the winner. If a player buzzes in and answers wrong, they are frozen out of the next question, and the other players then have the chance to steal all the points collected so far by that player who's got the question <laughs> wrong. But attention. <laughs> Um, by guessing the correct answer there'll also be no punishment for a wrong answer in that situation so I'm going to assign you some audio buzzers Nathan gonna, your buzzer is going to be Santa okay Santa Taps Santa Taps Santa Taps okay. no just Santa just Thank Santa <laughs> uh, 
Cam, your audio buzzer is going to be glasses. Pretty. Fat now. Gonna be bath bomb. <laughs> I know what mine's bath gonna bomb. be. What would you like to tell us what yours is gonna be? Big Correct, it is, yes. Uh, so that's it. So let's have a little bit of a practice then. Um, I'll ask you a random question, then you buzz in with your audio buzzers to test that they're working. Um, who is missing from the Mats for Mats podcast tonight? Oh, Nathan was first. Mark. Correct. So that's it, and your, your puzzle wasn't working, was it? Matt, I, I tried <laughs> to press it, it just <laughs> wouldn't work. I feel you're not going to win this quiz. Um, obviously, um, I have. 33 questions in total. We could be here all night. <laughs> Three questions for each month that we've played football in. So obviously, sort of, we're just missing one month, really. Um, so we'll start at the very start, and then we'll we'll go from there. Um, try and write down the scores somewhere as well, uh, which could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, remember your buzzers? Nathan, what's your buzzer? That's it. Simon, what's your buzzer? Digby. <laughs> can't quite hear you what's your buzzer dig me and can't watch your buzzer Math one okay right then first question is this who collected the first yellow card of this calendar year who collected the first yellow card of this calendar year Math one go on, go on then Cal Christian Pierce. it wasn't Christian Pierce, which means you're frozen out Sunday. go on then Nate Xander Diamond? It wasn't Xander Diamond of this calendar year. Not time for us, by the Oh, can't this any, calendar year. Can't win any, any points, because obviously no one's scored any yet, but do you know the answer? Chris Clements. It wasn't. It was Joel Byron. Oh. Oh. So there you go. Uh, right then, so we're all on nil-nil-nil at the moment. Second <laughs> question from January. Jake Keane arrived on loan from Sheffield Wednesday and had a very good start keeping four clean sheets. But how many minutes of football did Keane play before, kicking, before picking the ball out of the back of the net for the first time? against Cambridge on the 21st of Jan to get us up and rolling on this one I'll go nearest to Santa go on the knife you can all have a guess the person who gets nearest to can have the point Um, just to get us some points on the board 410 so Nathan you're saying 410 Uh, you're saying Simon 520 okay and Cam you're saying 400 okay Cam you were closest it was 368 Uh, so that's one point uh, to Cam Uh, so put a little uh, tick in in your box there so right question number three is the final question in January this one the Stags ended January with a 2-0 victory over which which side Stags ended January with a 2-0 victory over which side Go on the knife. It wasn't your frozen out. Does anyone want to guess for an extra bonus yeah. point? Dimby. Go on then, Simon. Crawley? It wasn't Crawley. Do you want to have a guess, Cam? <laughs> for a bonus point? It's going well. Oh, no, it won't. It is. Leighton Orient. It was Leighton Orient. Oh, I'll give you a bonus point. Uh, Nathan, you're frozen out of the next question. Am I? Yes, because you answered incorrectly first. Oh, do you have you frozen out the next question, okay, yeah. I've got. You should have listened to the rules. I don't want to listen at all, to be honest, when you say it. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> uh, exactly. Question four, we're into February now. How many skulls did the stag score during February? Skulls. 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 How many skulls? How many skulls? How many goals did the stag score during February? Anyone want to buzz in? Bath bomb. Go on then, Cam. 19 Oh you're wrong So chance for you To steal his two points Simon 
17. It wasn't, it was 12. So we're all back in play. Uh, no, you're not in play because you're, you're frozen can out. Can I nearest? No. No, no, no. Can you're frozen out? Here's the next hey. question. Uh, Valentine's Day was a labour of love with an eight goal thriller played out with Johan. Santa. Ah, oh. I should listen to the whole question. Yeah, you should. Give me your answer, please, Nathan. Uh, Exeter. <laughs> Nathan, you're frozen right, it out. Even, it wasn't even excellent. Shut the full no. Would you like the full yes, question? Yes, please. Damn it. Valentine's Day was a labour of love with an eight-goal thriller played out with Johan Arkan scoring an 89th minute. Who against? Ackerman Stanley. And it was Ackerman. Well Idiot. Uh, Nathan, you're frozen out. Simon, you've got a point. Cam, you've got two points. Uh, right then. Uh, let's see where we go from here. Question at number six. The first loss in the Football League for the 2017 calendar year came against Grimsby as Steve Evans was sent to the stands, but which Stags player also saw red? Nathan, you're frozen out. Pass Bob. Go on then, Cam. Clement. It wasn't Chris Clement. <laughs> Still two points oh, from Cam. Oh. Good luck. I'm trying to think if it were over or away. It was away. Give you that. Away. Oh, um. First loss in the Football League for 2017 came against Grimsby as Steve Evans was sent to the stands, but which Stags player also saw red to steal two points from Cam? Hayden White. It was Hayden White. Oh. Well done. So you get a point for the right answer and Cam's two points. Uh, so, Nathan, you're frozen out. You're I'm back in. No, back, back in. in. Cam, you're frozen out. That's how it works. Please. Well done. I don't even know my own rules. Um, see, Hayden White again. Hang <laughs> <laughs> on, you said former stag. No, I didn't. Then. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Listen back on the podcast. Uh, yeah, I did not say that. former stag. Did not. Did, uh, okay, Stop trying on. to make it look like I can't quiz. Just because I've t- taken two points off you. Into March we go. Early March saw a barren spell in front of goal as the stags failed to score for three games, but against which clubs? All three for the point, please. That's between Nathan and Sam. But you're on your own, Nathan. No, 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 no. <laughs> Someone's going to buzz in. Someone's going to buzz in. Who's it going to be? What player do you hate? Hmm? What player do you hate? <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I was Diggers. <laughs> yes, it counts. Yes, it counts. No, we don't. <laughs> 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 Oh, do you, do you want to pass? We're going to be a stalemate. We're going to be a stalemate. Do you want to have a stab at it? Exeter. Tell you what, if you get one of them, I'll give you the point. Oh, what? That's just that. Oh, go on. I'm not anyway. That's so hard anyway. I'm just random. Who do we normally play in March? We normally play Notts County. Uh, I don't know. Exeter or Newport <coughs> no none of them three so uh, that's you wrong uh, chance for uh, Nathan to, to steal uh, I'm glad one of you is keeping up with the game uh, I'm glad chance uh, for, for Nathan to steal four points from Simon Plymouth uh, Luton um, Wickham I'll give it you what I only asked for one and uh, one of them was Plymouth so I'm going to give you Simon's four points and give you five. Uh, Rubbish game anyway. Come on. Does that mean Simon's frozen out this one because he answered wrong? Yes, it does mean Simon's frozen out this one because he answered wrong. Um, (laughs) I thought of a problem. What? Surely whoever wins the last question is going to win the whole thing because the person that's in is going to have all the points. Not particularly. Not if you start getting answers right. Okay, can't. (laughs) (laughs) If we get, if we get. I I don't know. Call themselves Stags fans and then what's happening? Moving on. (laughs) 
Who broke the barren spell after 63 minutes against fellow playoff contenders Carlisle? Simon's frozen out, so it's between Cam and Ooh. Nathan. Fastball. Go, go for it. Matt Green. It was Matt Green. Hurrah. Cram yes. one point. Three uh, who was handed the captain's armband against Morecambe, having not missed a game all season? All three back in. Fastball. Go on, Cam. Reese Bennett. It was Reese Bennett. Nice. See, now he's getting some points now. It's because we're getting closer where he can remember. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Wait till we get to Tuesday's matches. I'm in. Job done. Uh, Which two sides made the Stags look April Fools with wins in early April to dash the playoff hopes? I do need both for for the point this time round, please. All three back in. Which two sides made the Stags look April Fools with wins in early April to dash the Stags' playoff hopes? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? You can see the frustrated looks on the faces as they try and remember what they were doing yesterday. Mind, I'm just waiting for one of the family to give me the answer yeah, on that's Facebook. It, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, that's not fair. No, 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 yeah. that's I can do that. My dad's watching as well. Yeah, so. well yeah. Can't help. No, I'm not accepting any of that. Damn it. Wow, that's uh, so silly. No, go hey, you ask Siri. That's <laughs> it. You could do it. There's nothing in the rules about it. Uh, who, which two <laughs> sides made the stakes look April Fools with wins in early April to dash these stakes plough hoops? Tell you what, give me Dingry. one. Go on then, give me one. Yeovil. No, it wasn't. You've frozen out. Any chance for to... Ch- can't steal any points because Nathan... I've got none, so... Got none. <laughs> uh, I must have gone for it. Have a, have a gamble. Come on, Nathan, just jump in. You've got nothing to lose, but you've got everything to gain. Get an extra point. Santa. Go on then. Just name a, name a side. Uh, Any side? Portsmouth. No. Oh, I thought we played them. It was Exeter and Doncaster, the two sides. Oh, I was going to go with Doncaster as well. Oh, oh Doncaster. Simon, fro- Simon frozen out. Here we go. The Stag's last clean sheet for the 2016-17 season came in April, but against who? Simon's frozen out. It's between Nathan and Cam. Who will gamble? Oh, is it? Uh, it is. That's... The Stag's last clean sheet of the 2016-17 season came in April, but against who? Who's going to have a go? Who's going to have a go? Bath bomb. Go on then. Wickham? It wasn't Wickham. <laughs> Chance to steal two points, Nathan. Um, I've run out of team. Newport. It wasn't. Everyone back in. It was Stevenage. Oh. After being beaten by Portsmouth in the season's penultimate game, how many points outside the playoffs were the Stags? Actually, who got that question wrong? It was Cammy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you're frozen out. Um, oh, damn. I've got me a rule. Great quiz. Yeah, well, you, know, well, you can't lose something you never have. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, this, uh, after being beaten by Portsmouth in the season's penultimate game, how many points were the stakes outside the League Two playoffs? Simon or Nathan, who's going to get it? Basically, got to give me a number, haven't you? That's it. Got to have a gamble. Come on. Would like to see 20. Go on then. Four. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't chance to steal nothing, Nathan. I was going to get three. It wasn't. It was two. Oh, I was going to go two. Simon's frozen out. Here we go. Post. The season ended at Crawley as the Stags failed to reach the playoffs. How many players are still at the club who were part of the 18 that day? Don't need to name them. Just give me a, a figure. Simon's frozen out, so it's between Nathan <sighs> and Cam. She was on socks off for a minute. Well, you only need. Yeah. Well, I don't think you'll have enough. Well, you, you might. The season ended at Crawley as the Stags failed to reach the playoffs. How many players are still at the club who were part Santa. of the 18 that day, Nathan? I hope I forgot one. 
Four. No. Oh. So Nathan is throwing that chance to steal oh. five more points. Come on, Come on, Cam. Cam. Ten. No. Ten. Oh, no. Oh, oh, eleven. Yeah. yeah, 11. That's close, I thought. Yeah, well, there you go, 11. Uh, everyone back in. Let's get let's, let's bring everybody so back in. Oh, oh, uh, right then. Damn it, so close. Uh, who captained the stakes on that day? Against Crawley. In April. Santa. Nathan. Reese Bennett. It wasn't. Oh, give it. Ch- chance to steal five points. Cam. Christian Pierce. It was Christian oh, Pierce. Yeah. Stolen five points. He gets I enjoyed having those five So the current yeah. scores stand at the moment. Cam is in the lead on eight. Nathan and Simon have got nothing. So here we go. Everybody back in. Everybody back in. I've got those five points for a while. Who were the stags? Two goal scorers on that day at Crawley. Bath Bomb. Go on then, Cam. Danny Rose, Ben Whiteman. It was Danny Rose and Ben Whiteman. Well done. So, Cam, you get yourself an extra uh, two points. Cam is on ten. Nathan Simon on nothing. Thank you. Still chances, though, because we've still... We've, well, we've still, we've still, we've still got about five year. pages left. So. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Right then, we're into this season now, then. Pre-season, here we, here we go. Excluding the Stamford match... How many goals did the Stags or Stags 11 score during July? Who's going to have a go? Who's going to be brave enough? I mean, you two now. Does that does that include Malta? Yes, it does include Malta, yeah. I mean, it, I mean you two now have literally got nothing to lose. I'll tell you what, I'm going to drop the being frozen out of the next question. One, but you can steal the points. Who is it going to be? How many goals did the Stags score excluding the Stamford match during July? How many goals? Digby. Go on then. Twelve. Oof, no. <laughs> That's what I was in mind. Seventeen? It wasn't seventeen. Nathan, go on. <coughs> Have a guess. Nineteen. It was twenty-three. Against which two teams did Steve Evans send a side to on the same night as the aim to get all players' minutes ahead of the season's opener? Bath Bomb. Okay. Matlock and Gainsborough. It was Matlock and Gainsborough. Well, I, went to Gainsborough. I did go to Gainsborough that night. Uh, we should have gone to Matlock. To be fair, there you go. Eleven <laughs> points for Cam. Uh, nil to nil for Nathan and for Simon. Don't worry, Here You're we go. Right. <laughs> Which two players predominantly captained the sides during pre-season? All back in. Which two players predominantly captained the side during pre-season? Bath Bomb. Go on then. Christian Pierce, Xander Diamond. No. Santa. Chance to steal all these points, Nathan. Come on. Oh, come on, Nathan. No. Anderson. Yeah. And it's between two. I don't know which one to go for. Ah, uh, Diamond. Yes! yes! Come no! on! <laughs> no! Oh, no! Nathan Let's gets finish this game now. I've won. Nathan gets uh, himself 11 points. Uh, Plus an extra one for getting the question right, and Cam goes back down to nothing. So here we go. Nathan's now yes. See, you like this quiz now, don't yeah, you? Love yeah. this game yeah. now, don't you? Here we go. Let's see if he's losing. There we go. Uh, question 19 of 33. Uh, how many Stags fans made the trip to Crew on the opening day of this season early August? Nearest two. I'll, I'll give you a nearest two. So we'll start with. Uh, nobody can lose any points on this one. We'll give a nearest two. We'll start with Nathan. Nearest two. Can't remember. I've uh, lost. Um... going to go for? I, can't, I haven't got a clue. 1,200. Okay. 1,700. 1,100. Nathan, you said? 
1,200. Yeah, you were closest. It was 1,392. Actually, you know what? Did you I say 1,000? One, 1,000. One, 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 both the others on nil. Which Stags player missed the first penalty of the season in all competitions, sparking a bad run at spot kicks? That's Bob. Go on then. Danny Rose. It was Danny Rose. Cam gets himself Rochdale. a point back in the game. Uh, Simon is in third place on uh, Diddly Squat. Uh, <laughs> Cam in second on one. Nathan hey. romping ahead. 13 to his name. I waited to the last question. No, no, no. <laughs> Tactical game, isn't it? Tactical game. Uh, which former stag nicked a late winner for Accrington Stanley back in August? The end of Digby. Go on then. Billy Key. It was yeah. Billy Key. Finally gets himself a point. Yeah. That's it. Equal time with uh, with Cam now. Nathan still out in the lead. Into September we go. Which midfielder scored in his debut to rescue a one-all draw at Carlisle in September? Nathan Butcher. first. It was Callum Butcher. Well done, Nathan. You an extra point. Nathan moves on to 14. Simon and Cam tied in second on one apiece. Who ended the stake? Spot kick Hoodie with two successful conversions from Dig the spot against Grimsby. Liangle. It was Liangle. Simon gets himself uh, yet oh, no, another wow. point. So that Damn puts it. Cam in last. You were doing so well as well at one point. Doing so Damn well. Nathan. <laughs> Who came from the bench against Lincoln scored a dramatic winner? Bath Yes, Cam. Big bit. Danny Rose. It was. me off. It was Danny Rose. It was. And I'm going to give you an extra point for the interruption as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, Any the last now. That's it. Exactly. Uh, so here we go into October the Stags failed to win a league game in October but did pick up points with three consecutive one all draws but against which teams? Bath Bomb. Cam, go for it. Barnet. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeovil. No. Got it wrong. No. Yeah, you did get it wrong. Yeah, I did. Anyone else want to jump in and steal Cam's, steal Cam's points? I know two. Yeah, I know two. Uh, someone's got to risk it. Someone's got to risk it. Nothing to lose. You don't lose any points if you get it wrong. There's nothing to, nothing to oh, lose. But you've got three points to gain. Simon, this could be huge for you. <laughs> this is a game changer for you. Come on. You've got this. You've got this. Come on. Reminder of the question. Three. Yes, three. The Stags failed to win a league game in October, but did pick up points with three consecutive one-on draws, but against two. Cam said... Barnet. Barnet. The others are. Oh, I've cut two, nearly three. <laughs> I'm gonna have to push you. Have a guess. I go can't still put Santa. I'll go for it. Yeah, go on. Uh, so um, I'm gonna go for Newport. Yeah. And this is the one I'm not sure about. Yes, it was. Yes. So it was just Nathan. So I got his three points. Yeah, Nathan still oh, comes three it. points. Oh, so love it. One, two, three. Nathan I on forget 17. the extra game because I didn't go to it. Yeah. Nathan on 17. Simon on two. Cam? Nothing. Hey. Uh, here we go then. Where are we? These, uh, which two sides did the Stags beat in the Checker Trade Trophy during October? Bath Bonds. Cam, get yourself a point back in the game. Into frozen that. 
Oh no, he's it is, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh no. Yeah, Nathan, yeah, well done. Um, Notts County and. Oh no, we, we, we did, I said we dropped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Notts County and Everton. It yeah. was Notts County. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Everton. Yeah. Everton. I'm giving it a Wonder what? Well, that'll do. So here we go. Who, which player was recorded from his loan spell at Boston to participate it in those games but didn't play? Jack Thomas. Was Jack Thomas. Jack Thomas did play at Notts County. Yeah, he played, he came off the bench but didn't feature. Yeah, I knew what I meant. Uh, they can take points away now. <laughs> don't argue, don't argue. Nathan on 17, Simon on 3, Cam on 1. Holding on to that one by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> Against which non-league side did he stay to make a TV appearance? Diggers. Go on. Shawlane. What's Shawlane? See, we're getting there now. You're getting starting to get the point. Four, you're on now. Next question. Who scored the winner as the stake beat Coventry by a goal to nil? Diggers. Yes. Alex McDonald. It was Alex McDonald. On to five points. It's quite enough now in this competition. Against which, which side of the stakes end a winning, winning run of five wins in all competitions? That's one. Cam? Chesterfield. It was Chesterfield. Well, that's the all draw in that one. Uh, Cam on two, Nathan on 17, Simon on five. Now, it's not all over because you can steal points, but we are on to the last three questions. So, <laughs> Nathan, I would think very carefully about your answers. And if he gets one them wrong, I would think very carefully because it could <laughs> be great for you. Here we go. Okay. Who missed <laughs> penalties for the Stags in the shootout against Blackpool? Podcast. Podcast. Bath bomb. That's it. I got it right. I don't know. I'm thinking too much. Got the answers. Give me the answers. Jimmy Spencer. Are you sure you've got the answers? I think. I don't know. Alfie Potter missed one. He did miss one. Jack Thomas missed. He did. That's it. I'll give you that. Jack Thomas and Alfie Potter. So I'll give you a chance. Yeah, he did. That's quite clearly wrong. We could. It can't be right behind in his own. Don't worry about it. Unless he gets one behind, he gets Just don't get the question wrong. I'm not going to answer. Just don't get Just don't get a bloody question wrong, though. Don't worry. Not swearing. It's all good. There we go. Who returned from an injury layoff to score inside the first 10 minutes against Morecambe? Diggers. Kane Hemmings. It was Kane Hemmings, Simon. Well done. now. Six points. It's not all over. Nathan. I was just thinking about when they were playing Morecambe. That's how bad my (laughs) (laughs) 17 points you're winning at the moment. Simon on six. Cam on three. I know what Nathan's going to do. He's not going to do it. I've been been trying to answer to I would like you to because, you know... Um, oh, it, we'll leave, we'll leave him for the last answer, last question. <laughs> you thought he's going to wait and see if I know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question until last. I've left the, hard, left the hardest one until last. Great. We've looked through the months. I've now got on looking back at the year. Now I want to know for the final question which goalkeeper has kept more clean sheets in 2017? Conrad Logan or Jake Keane? Conrad Logan or Jake Keane? Who's going to have a guess? to try and win themselves some points and if you can give me the exact this is number, very bad because I will give you an extra bonus point who is gonna Bath Bomb Cam Jake Keane so that's one point six no it oh wasn't. no it wasn't 
Right. Simon, for a bonus point, can you tell me how many clean sheets you got? Nine. No, it wasn't. Nathan, do you want to try and get yourself an extra point? Seven. No, it was 11 to Conrad Logan's eight. So the winner of that, in third place with four points, after being ahead midway through the quiz and just throwing it away spectacularly, Camp Elton in second place, yeah. Uh, Simon with six points. Well, I'll give you a round of applause as you applaud the camp. And the winner with 17 points. Mr. Nathan Edge. Well done, Nathan. Well done, Nathan. Well done. Well done. Right, that's it. Uh, if Mark would have been here, you would you would have been playing teams. So we'd still have no. a way, Mark. If anyone's seen Mark, then <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have him out. Right, let's uh, merely wrap things up for, for the final podcast ever of this kind of year. Um, by going back to some of the topics. Earlier on, we were talking um, about um, whether we a third place finish was realistic or still too much to do. But before we talk about that, we need a bully. I'll tell you for why. Against Morecambe, they brought on Kevin Allison to try and rough the game up a little bit and we didn't respond to it whatsoever. We've lacked so many times this season. We've spoke about the man, Jamie Maguire. Congratulations to Jamie Maguire, by the way. who's just uh, had a kid, so uh, well, well done to him and his, his missus. Congratulations sir, to you. Um, we've talked about that Jamie Maguire figure a lot. We've talked about an Adam Murray player figure a lot. We've not got a bully in the side think back to Matt Reed when Matt Reed used to be with us and used to come on and sort of wind players up we need a bully don't we yeah I agree we've just got to get somebody to bite in, in, midf- in, in midfield or something would they that be th- a sort of player Evers will want in the dressing room though well I mean yeah there is there is that but just look at it I agree with you I, I definitely 100% agree with you I just that. want to look at it from, from this perspective I want to ask you this obviously this year has been a fantastic calendar year for yourself Footballing wise, you got that medal which you brought yep. with you to the the third po- the, the podcast when you came back, yep. which was uh, which was good. Obviously, playing at the Euros for the Blind England squad. Mm-hmm. Every team has a bully. That must yeah. be, that must be true. There must be one in the England camp. So yep. Not someone who you know. Not, <laughs> yep. not, no, I'm not saying <laughs> no, someone. No, I'm not, no, I'm not, let me mean. just get this clear. I'm not saying somebody off the pitch who would you know. Doesn't mean a bad thing. It's someone who's going to be aggressive well, and get exactly. Karen Seal. He's the uh, one of the England players. He, and he sent on purposely, is he not, to rough the game up, to wind opposition up? Is, is that part of just, the game? You just know the one player who's going to do that. You've got to have a one player. And you, everyone in the squad knows the one who it is, really. So, yeah, I'd say. Uh, every club, if they've got one, they 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 love them because they do what you you know you need them to do. And if you don't have them, you need one. So yeah, would that be on your shopping list first thing in January, Simon? Um, possibly May- not. No, maybe, a, a, maybe a, after a goal scorer, after, after a goal scorer. after a striker, yeah, possibly so. Yeah, but the main thing is is we need somebody who can help the guys up front put ball at net to be honest and that would be my first point of call and then yeah maybe maybe get somebody like a, a Kevin Ellison or somebody like that in the squad to to bully people like like I said before we need somebody who can go into a challenge and pass a ball and you know not afraid to go into a challenge you know a bit like a bullet sort of thing but you know somebody who can rough them up but rough them up in in like my day, going back to my day, Stuart Pearce, he, he was he was a bully. psycho for a reason. Psycho, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he was, and we we need that sort of person. I mean, 
you know, wins ball fairly but goes in hard and, you know, he's, he comes off at pitch and he leaves that aggression on pitch sort of thing and that, that's, what we, that's what we need sort of thing. Steve Evans has mentioned in press today potential uh, player in Ricky Miller from Peterborough. First of all, why do we keep going back to Peterborough? Why are we <laughs> lining Barry Fry's pockets? What's, what's, I have no what's idea. The, what's the deal there? There's some sort of relationship. On a, yeah. Yeah. Oh, on, on another really? note, who's Ricky Miller? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, six foot two striker, um, good record with Dover. Um, I think about 40 goals for Dover, but it's again lower down. Again, the reaction yeah. says it all, doesn't it? Um, I think he's played with Evans before, um, either at Stanford or at, at Boston, back in the early days of yeah. Evans' career. But Not he doesn't it. have that particular well, um, goal-scoring record. Why don't we go for somebody that's renowned for goal-scoring? It's hard, it's hard, isn't it? I know it's I hard think, to yeah, get them in, sorry. but you know, even so. I don't know if it's anything to go by, but Evans were talking quite a bit about uh, Adebayo Akinfen. We're talking very highly of him in his press conference. But in his press conference, he was talking very highly about Kevin Ellison as well. Exactly. So, true. you know. True. I mean, to be fair, I would have Kevin Ellison in my squad. 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. not I'd, only I'd, he's I'd old. Well, yeah. Again, yeah, <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have Akin Fenner as we well. Could, we, we could not afford that ego. Could afford his shirts. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's <laughs> where Matt Reed's lying about us somewhere. But he's still <laughs> yeah. not big enough. The wardrobe, Akin Fenner, but... He realistically he wouldn't come to us because he's got I think he's obviously got his social media profile and his profile away from playing football which is sort of down that that area mm. so I, I doubt we'd ever see him up yeah. relocate up here at his age. But what, what about to, John Akinde? Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. another one that's injury prone though. Yeah. Would it be worth taking and a chance? Where Barnet are in the league, I think they would they wouldn't want to let him go because he's their only chance to stay. Yeah, they've got Shaq, they'd be right. Well, do you think we've made a mistake in not going after Shaq again because you know we didn't rate no. him la- towards the no. lender last season got us a few goals but he's, he's relatively doing well at Barney isn't he I think I think certain players play well in certain teams and Shaq wasn't the player we wanted him to be at Maxwell Town Squad he was better on the wing for us I thought than up front um, I don't know what you guys think. I can't really comment because obviously I didn't it's hard uh, I didn't say about Billy Key I mean he's knocking in goals now but oh, yeah. you know when he was here he just didn't work but again, it, does, it depends on the system you're playing doesn't it didn't work. Know, he didn't what, really what, what, what we have to remember no, about Billy Key a lot of the time I'm stealing Cam Sweets um, <laughs> is I think when he came to Mansfield he's obviously been very open in the national press about his depression mm-hmm. and that was when he was at Mansfield as well so well, I think it could be that con- to consider would you say that Shaq didn't really play to his full ability? He was very lazy. I'll give mm-hmm. him that. He didn't particularly do much when he yeah. didn't have the ball. Um, obviously, similar sort of situation with Angle as well. He's got this Isaac Christie yeah. kind of persona about him. He kind of walks on pitch, you know. I mean, when Isaacson were there, it was last to come on pitch. Yeah. When he were a substitute, he weren't ever ready, and he were tucking his shorts in as he were walking on pitch. And I think Lee Angle and Shaq Coulter's had got that sort of persona as well. Perhaps more Lee Angle than yeah, Shaq. He's got this Lee Angle's commitment sometimes, but he's, he's, when he's given a bit of confidence, you know, he'll score you a goal. He gets yeah. in the right position. That's the frustrating thing. He's got thing, the ability. That's the frustrating thing. Um, Evans, we mentioned it a little bit earlier on, said obviously, you know, iron up third place. In a word, 
Is it realistic or is this still too much to do, Nathan? Definitely. Definitely realistic. Oh, yeah, realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, realistic. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Even second, I would say. Mm-hmm. Nothing's over. Nothing is over whatsoever. And we've still got those teams to play that's above us. We have and, and we do better against that's them. That's when we start <laughs> yeah. doing that's when we start doing better. All I would like to see is I'd like to see us perhaps according to this ages and ages ago when we went onto a bit of a bad slump and then we went and we went and did it at Barnet, we changed the system a little bit. I'd like to see us change the system a little bit because I think teams have figured us out now. Teams have figured out that we're not great in a four four two. Teams have figured out how to, you know, beat us and how to kind of break us down Ooh. I'd like to see us maybe mix it up maybe go either one or two ways if we need to go defensive go 4-2-3-1 which you won't like it because it incorporates this man Digby in a defensive role with but, a fit Joel Byron but or an Alfie like Potter. I say he, he, I wouldn't, he wasn't the he wasn't the worst player on Saturday no I and there I said it on record yeah, he wasn't the worst he, he player he wasn't at all no but would <sighs> I'd probably one. say one play the best. Play play whatever we played that last twenty minutes at Grimsby. Three, four, one, two. Yeah, that that we ran them off the park that last twenty minutes. That it? gives it just gives us no matter what formation it is, as, whether it's four, two, three, one, or preferably the one we just spoke about, three, four, one, two. It just gives us that bit more freedom and allows the creative midfield players to really flourish because that's the problem. We mentioned it at the start. We can't find a rhythm midf- in midfield. What would your team selection be? Let's presume we're going on uh, a three-four-one-two. A three, Nath, what would your pick of the defenders? What would you go? Obviously, I think you're going to go Logan in goal, aren't you? So. Obviously, Logan in goal. Congratulations to Conrad Logan, by the way, who did the very cliche thing of asking his partner to marry him on Christmas Day. Well done to you. Congratulations. He dropped the ring, didn't he? You probably no, did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan he didn't said that. It to her, just for reference, comrade, that one is Nathan. He <laughs> said it, not me. I think you're. A, I think you're a top guy. Please don't hurt me. I think he's a great keeper as well. Yeah. Don't hurt me either. Yes, very scary guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, Logan in that um, back, back three. three would be the three that we've got at the minute. Obviously, if Murphy comes back, then I might change things. But dig, uh, dig <laughs> There we go. Um, <laughs> nope. Pierce, nope. Diamond, and Bennett. What would you go? So, would you go? So, would yeah, you agree I, with the back I'd three? I agree with that, but Bennett in the middle. Bennett in the middle. Cam. Yeah, I'd agree with Simon. I'd probably I'd go Bennett right side, right side centre back, just to if we need to <laughs> um, cover for White. Cover. <laughs> he wouldn't get in the midfield four, um, just to cover that right hand side. But we can be flexible on that. Nathan, what about? Um, in fact, no, Simon, what about midfield? Let's go for a, a four in midfield. What would your four in, four, midfield. Four in midfield be from from right to left? Uh, oh God, there's that many right wingers. That's it, isn't it? That's it. Um, I'd probably go Anderson, and then Mellis. God, Butcher, and then CJ on left. Anyone change anything in that? McDonald. I'd change that. Yeah, I think we're missing McDonald. Good, Nathan. Nathan, would it just be McDonald for Butcher, or who did you put on left? CJ. CJ. Um, keep him there for now, but I think he's probably the one that would be first to change, I think, if if he wasn't on form. So, yeah, the same. Mellis um, and McDonald, uh, Ando on the right. Um, and yeah, just that left side, I'm not sure about actually. Cam? Uh, on the right, uh, Ando. 
right mid would uh, be McDonald, Malice on the left, and then just to change it up because he's not had t- he's had two poor games in a row. I'd stick Amara Sterling James on the left wing. Interesting instead call. of Whoa. because. Hamilton's not had a great two games recently and he's not I, performed I, I, as well. Front two, who would your front two be? Front two, you've got to go with Emmins and Rose. That's nailed on, isn't it? We've, yeah. You spoke yeah. about Mellis earlier on in playing in that flat midfield four. Who's, who would you play in that? Who's going to play in the attacking. freedom role? McDonald. You'd play McDonald in the freedom yes. role. I'd play Alfie Potter. Nath? Mellis or McDonald. Mellis or McDonald. Mine would be Anderson, right side midfield. Two centre mids of if fit. I'm going here if fit. Byron need to get him on the ball mm. and play play the ball. Uh, McDonald with Potter on the left hand side, just off the front two of, K- of Hemmings and, and Rose would be Mellis to allow him to be that creativity. Then if we need to drop into that sort of fullback role, Anderson can slot back. Bennett can go across. There's a bit more flexibility there. We just need to really just keep the ball and start passing it around and, and have a go at teams, don't we? Mm. Simple. It's as simple as that. Um, we've answered the question of whether we can still do it or not. Let's have a quick browse through the final game, obviously, for, for this year. Wickham uh, away on Saturday. Can we end the calendar year on a positive note, Nathan? Prediction. Can we end 2017 on a positive note? Uh, I've actually pulled for a defeat on this. I've pulled for a 1 0 defeat, to be honest, on the Stags Net, so my prediction league. Ooh. But I hope to have Pippa be wrong, but I don't know, it's going to be a difficult place to go, I think. We can't do it. We've got a good record down at Wickham, haven't we? So, yeah, I think, I think we could. I think uh, a, a sneaky 1 0. Sneaky 1 0, Cam? Sneaky 1 0, yeah. 2 1. We don't do great down there, but. If we turn up, then we can. We, last year we got a good result, so hopefully we can do it again. So two one stags. Tight game. Keep the wardrobe quiet, and we'll we'll sneak it. <laughs> we'll sneak it. Sneak it two one. January. Obviously, we, before we talk again, we're obviously not sure when the next podcast is going to be because the commitments elsewhere. But we will let you know as soon as we we can. Obviously, transfer window will open. Do you expect business early doors? Yes. Nath. Yeah. Cam. Uh. Yeah. How many will go? How many will come in? I could see three Names? going out. Your mate, <laughs> but only on loan, just to get in game time. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Jack Thomas. Yeah. Will definitely go. And I, I still say there's going to be a surprise in there. Uh, but to who? I couldn't say. I, I'd, I'd have said Leangel a week ago, but. He played on Saturday. He come on on Saturday and scored. So funny how one game can change. But you don't know, dear. Do so it could it. be Jimmy Spencer that goes out on loan. We don't know, but that's not going to be a real surprise. Castine that Taft will probably join Cambridge. Yes, his loan yeah. is up. I'd like to see him back, but I don't think he's going to get in anywhere unless Murphy. There's, there's plans to see Murphy go. Who, who knows mm. what's going to be there? Cam, any names that you you a want to see or b think will go? Players that will go. I'd Probably say Jimmy Spencer will go. I think maybe Amara Sterling James will go out on loan. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll yeah. be begging we'll, to go out on loan only to get just to get the game. He's a quality player, but he needs the experience more, more than anything. And then uh, Jack Thomas. Yeah. Another, and another one I'd probably say is Mal Benning. Send him I, out I, on loan, maybe. I fought Mal Benning a few weeks ago, but and then he stopped playing again, didn't he? Yeah, and, and Johnny Holland and, 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 and what 
Evan said in the media the other day. The I know he didn't say it to media. He said it. He said it to Marty Shaw, I think, which he said on iFollow. Oh, did he say it to media? He, 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 said, he said it somewhere online, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he said if it was at home, Benning would have played. Uh, or was it vice versa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was at home, Benning would have home. played. If it was away, Hunt was playing. So unless he brings in brings in another player that can play there. Taft. I don't think he's going to get. I think Taft is going to get. I think he's at Cambridge now, but yeah. unless he does bring anybody in, which I don't see happening, I think he's going to stay. Um, but yeah, so I think Ben will stay now. But I think um, I think Butcher might go. Uh, yeah. It all depends on who he brings in. I think I think that's going to dictate a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I think the def- there's, there's a couple of deaths and, in there. And if money talks, then it. Yeah, yeah. If money talks, same with Danny Rose though. Now, money, no, money, money can talk. I think actually, to be fair, no. I think money can talk as much as it like with Bennett, and I don't think he'll go. I, 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 I think, think, I think he unless he looks at it as, as Murphy could fill in. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he would. I think he would get rid of Bennett. I think it would be a very. Than he very, would get rid of Rose. I think it would be a very very yeah. late decision because to get rid of Bennett. It'd be towards the end of the draft. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the only reason. Yeah. I'm, the only reason why I think he would get rid of Bennett. I don't think get rid of Rose because he's the only one that can really. In the state, our defenders at the minute with Murphy not being fully fit, Taft's probably going to stay at Cambridge, and a few players being a little bit iffy. I don't see him saying, "All right, yeah, we'll, we'll let you go, Benno." I think it'll be. It would depend on the fitness later on in the January transfer window. Mm. January fixtures: New Year's Day, Carlisle at home. Glad it's not away. Cardiff away in the FA Cup. Uh, Cambridge away. Uh, Cheltenham at home. Lincoln at home, and Morecambe away as well. Tough run of fixtures, but where do we need to be? at the end of January everyone talks about Christmas the league taking shape at Christmas where do we need to be at the end of January ideally third yeah third or fourth <laughs> it's got to be yeah I think that's a, some very winnable games in there yeah I agree can't see where we'd, we'd, we'd trip up there to be fair I can we do we do yeah. have Cardiff obviously Morgan, I think yeah. that it's the, the, the team that you'd Quite most expect to beat we probably won't that's, I think that's a bit where we're whistling so far yeah Possibly Lincoln as well, but no, we're long. Nah. <laughs> we, we turn up to big games, don't yeah, we? Yeah, games like that we'll turn up to. Yeah, Carlisle is a tough game. A long way to go. A long way to go indeed. The transfer window then is, you know, just around the corner. We'll talk about that uh, more as it progresses in uh, in January because we will be back for for 2018. As much as you've tried to get rid of us, we'll be back <laughs> at some point. Uh, let's finally wrap up the final podcast ever. For this year, um, for 2017, with the connection question, I asked you at the start of the show who was yellow carded in the goalless draw between the two clubs in the reverse fixture early this season. Nathan, any idea? Um, d- don't know, just Danny Rose, I guess. Simon, Alex McDonald. Cam, I said Danny Rose earlier. I didn't have a clue. It was Callum Butcher was the player who was yellow carded in that reverse fixture. <laughs> earlier this season um, so that's it obviously Wickham next up for the final game of 2017 um, thank you very much for obviously joining us once again here on the Maps for Maps podcast as Big Ben chimes remember time is just irrelevant really just like football it's just a game and it will pass week by week minute by minute second by second just enjoy the ride along the way whatever it is you're doing do have a fantastic New Year's celebrations and we shall see you on the other side we don't know where Mark is but we'll wish him a happy New Year as well and to all you three as well um, 
I mentioned it last week as well but thank you for making 2017 and watching football uh, enjoyable again do have a fantastic new year and I hope to see you on the other side Nathan you're jetting off for a bit now are you is that, again, is that yeah. right where uh, are you going I'm off to Florida for um, a couple of weeks so I won't never be never get here. an invite to these no things, no, really. I <laughs> we're supposed to be close friends and yeah. that happens yeah you've had an invite to a new year's party at mine so there you go that is true that yeah. is true yeah. that is true yeah. none of us are going but yeah no, 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 I gathered that I'm contemplating that I'm thinking yeah. Yeah. work the problems of being a DJ on New yeah. Year's Eve but yeah. we do need a DJ but well, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's it we, can you talk hey. about this privately outside yeah. we'll, we'll sort that out um, but there you go um, so we, we get Disneyland is it Disneyland or what yes not, not Paris yeah. Uh, yeah. Orlando, Florida. Orlando Florida vlogging we'll be doing yep that'll obviously all be on there plug your channel there Nathan and Emma on YouTube that's about it really that, that it yeah, youtube.com forward slash Nathan and Emma fair enough uh, any plans for, for New Year's Sam what are you doing over the New uh, Year's celebration just going out with uh, my other half and um, just a few drinks she cooking you tea tonight no I don't sure? think so you hope not I mean if you're watching Charlie I mean she you, she was earlier on I saw her pop up earlier on and you've cooked him dinner um, if he turns <laughs> it down and says it's a bit full there's probably a reason for that isn't there no not at all no Where's, Not at all. Let's grass him up. Cam, don't you dare. <laughs> Cam. Yes, mate. Good lad. Uh, that rustling you can hear is the empty packet of sweets which Simon ate all to himself. I did. Well, yeah, all was to himself. Already open. Already open. And Nathan helped out. I had about one and a half. I had one of the entire packet and Simon ate. Mm, well, you've got, got to be in it to win it. And if you <laughs> don't in it to win it, then that's your fault. That's We're it. all going to be fat next year. You well, that's it. I already have. Jelly tops. <laughs> well, there you go. Fruit things and some squashes. The squashes are very nice. But yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> so that is it for 2017 the podcast thank you very much every there the chef started yeah, there yeah, can I have some new teeth <laughs> that's it for 2017 for the podcast thank you to every single one of you who's watched who's listened who's downloaded who's spoken to us about it it really has been fantastic we will be back with you on the other side but for now though uh, from Nathan from Simon from Cam and from Mark wherever he may be Thank you very much for watching. Have a fantastic New Year celebration. We shall see you on the other side. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.